Hey everyone, this is episode 269, and even though this episode is fun and we talk a lot about Predator and some other things like that, it's a pop culture, it does have a little bit of a sad note in the beginning, because this episode is dedicated to the Chase dog, Chaser himself. Uh, You'll hear soon who Chase is. It's a real big reason this podcast is here, because without this podcast, I probably would have not, I mean, without Chase, I would not know Bender, Bender would not be the original co-host, I would never have met Tom, so... Hopefully one day I would have met Jay, but anyway, you see how that works out. This podcast could be directly contributed to the Chase Dog. So, without further ado, and just so you know, it's Bender and I only, it is episode 269, and it is going to start right after this bomb, which is in about, oop, it's now. We'll just cut this whole conversation. For the <laughs> uh, but we will say we are back. Uh, this episode is a couple weeks late, just due to a big work trip last week. And we don't have a Jay and we don't have a Tom, but we yeah. do have, for the first time since uh, his epic ordeal with COVID, would yep. be one Jonathan Aloysius Bender. Yeah, that'll work. Our John Bender. I'll go with it. Our Bender only. Yeah. Say hi. Hey, everybody. So, yeah, COVID was a good time. Three weeks instead of everybody getting it at once. We all got it one it. at a time. You staggered like a good family should. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody, was, you don't want to all be fun. sick at once. Who's going to take care of who? Honestly, it wasn't that bad. Mine was like a head cold. Harry had like. A fever for two days and some chills. Vera had a headache, and then Rachel had like body. She had it probably the worst, like the body aches. That and, makes like, sense. That. I yeah, mean, she's, she's the most extra. Yeah. yeah. Um, I so 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 the timetable here we're looking at going back to New York has been about nine weeks since we've been in New York. So it was right before you guys went to Colorado. Yeah. Then two weeks after that, we got ready and we went to Colorado. And then I got back from Colorado. I was back for a week, and then I went to Chicago for work. And oh yeah, then my I, dog died. And then I also went to a had a thirty person suite at the Cardinal game for work. The picture I'm painting here is I have felt like shit through a lot of that. Yeah, and it could have been COVID. Yeah, it's hard to say though because I also feel like I need to detox from the booze a little bit. <laughs> and I've been I, in fact I was explaining to a customer today how my wife might be an alcoholic, and yeah. then I was doing the math. I go, you know what? I, I might be an alcoholic too. So yeah, I know I'm an alcoholic because <laughs> but, my yeah, well, my customer corrected me. You're only an alcoholic if you go to a meeting. Yeah, you're just a good time. Yeah, otherwise. I'm just a fun drunk. There was some comedian that was on the other day, and uh, he was he posted a tweet from his ten year old show. I forget his name, but he was basically making a joke. He's like, "Yeah, I'm turning uh twenty nine, or I'm turning 30. He's like, 29 was cool. You got a lot of got away with a lot of stuff. Like nobody really looked at you too bad if you were drinking." All day and then went into work, you know, like in your 20s. Like, once you turn 30, that's a problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 100%. Why are you drunk at 8 in the morning? Because I'm awesome. No, sir, you have a problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a rough go. And here we, as we sit here, I did bring back some Russian River, some Pliny the Elder back from uh, Denver, yeah. and which I you said this may be your first time ever. It might had. be the first time I've ever had it. It's and very good. It's a really good beer. I mean, yeah. I'd say. You know, the hype about it has died down over the years because more and more people have had it. But I would still so so far say this is one of the early high ABV yeah. uh, IPAs. I would say that this is probably one of the best, consistently best, annually produced beers that are out there, I think. Yeah, it's very smooth, and it's... Uh at this point, like with like the hazies and like your all kinds of different crazy hops and everything, this is pretty 
like just a good tasting beer that doesn't have a lot of it, and it's it's an like ale. extra stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a straightforward. It reminds ale me a lot 8%. of it reminds me a lot of like citywide. Like to me, it, citywide is like a go to beer. Now this is better. Yeah, that's what I mean. No, no, it's like a better version of what you want. Yeah. Out of city, but what you want get out of citywide is still great. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, like this is yeah, this is very tasty. I yeah. like it a lot. Uh, they only sell it by the bottles. Yeah, and then but we were lucky enough to have it on tap at a lot of places. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I also I haven't I haven't we haven't done podcasts since then. I also when I went up to Chicago for work last week, we were in this the uh, Oak Brook area, so we played golf at this Oak Brook, really nice course. Uh, but get up like I typically do, and I've got a new partner in the end, in my market, and I'm breaking him in the way I yeah. just not the way I was broken, but the way I go about it. For instance, I told him, excuse me, I said, you know, we get a day for travel every time we go somewhere. I get in as early as possible. Yeah, you might as well. And I go to breweries. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's what we did. We went to uh, we went to this one. Uh, we, well, actually, we started off. Uh, the hotel allowed me to check in early. We went over to a putt check, which is fucking cool. We're getting one at the City Foundry downtown. What's that? It's a nice bar and restaurant. Good variety, like 30 on tap. Okay. But they have four nine-hole miniature golf courses inside. Oh, that's awesome. But they're not normal miniature golf. Like, at one point, you have to putt and go down a speakers going from bass to snare. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Oh, that's pretty and then cool. They go, and then if you get hit the, if you can get hit the uh, symbol at the end and roll under it, it'll give you... So every hole, like, yeah, you get a hole in one, that's worth 50 points. Okay. But there's, like, bonuses to get more points okay. as you're putting. There's, like, one, one hole is, like, a true-false question it gives you on the overhead, and it's you put to the left lane for true, the right oh, lane, okay. and then get bonus points. That's pretty sweet. And you don't keep track. It, the ball is 100% keeps track like top golf. Only yeah. Time. It is what it is. It's top golf for miniature golf. Okay. And it's very fun. We're getting one downtown here That's in the awesome. fall. I haven't been to the Foundry yet. Me neither, but I got a lot of Foundry going in my future now that I've got yeah. season tickets to Oh, yeah, St. Yeah, Louis. St. Louis, yeah, I've seen. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but, so we went to that, and then we went, and, I, and I, it sucks that I can't remember the name, but then we, you know, and my, my partner, his he was up there for the week before for vacation because his family's from up there. Mm-hmm. So he was like, I was telling him, I was like, man, here's all these breweries. It was a Monday, so, you know, some breweries don't open. Mm-hmm. But we managed to go to one that he had went to and said it was very good. And I got to tell you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run it, run down it real quick. Since it was very good, um, and then he also because I got him this job, he also brought me back a bunch of Boston beers. I did not say, save any for anybody. No, it's all right. I drank them all because uh, I mean, you know, why? Yeah. Not? Um, well, here we go. More Brewing Company in uh, it's kind of Villa Park is what this says, but that's that's their main one. So I had uh, just to run down what I had for you. I just wanted to get to one. I had, you know, of course I had a hazy. Mm-hmm. I had a cream ale they had, which was a honey cream ale, which was pretty good. Okay. Different. It's different than vanilla. Most of the time it's like yeah, vanilla yeah, cream. Yeah, but it was pretty solid. Then I had another, the regular IPAs, but I had this, uh, these two beers. I had a barrel aged henna is what they call it because of the hops, but okay. a birthday. It was a birthday cake stout that was coming in at a robust 14%. Holy shit. And then I had. Still too hot for stouts for me. Well, yeah, and then I had let me let me see if this is the one though. This is I think this is the one that uh, has the best description. Oh, darn it! Yeah, let me check it. Here's what it was: barrel aged imperial stout with coconut, pecans, vanilla, and cocoa nibs. And I gotta tell you what, you could taste every fucking thing in that beer. 
Is that a good thing? It, it was amazing. Okay. Like I was like, getting, like you, it's we're we're slowly pr- approaching stout season. Yeah. So yeah, this yeah, would yeah. kind of be my first big one since it warmed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I always forget because I'm so enamored with IPAs more so than even when I burst into the beer craft beer. I forget how much I just love incredibly good stouts. Yeah. And it was a good one, but again, fucking fourteen fifteen percent. Yeah, you're it, fucking. It was not. Yeah, we got a little bit drunk that yeah. day. Then we, you know, then we had the. But uh, it was a good trip. I had a lot of good beer throughout the week. But that's the best thing about them. I've got to go back to Nashville here in about four weeks. I'm excited about that because again, I get a whole travel day, and I always drive to Nashville. I don't fly. Yeah, because it's five hours, and I can leave whenever I want. What's Chicago six? And no, it takes us. Uh, we've drove to Chicago from my front door to our hotel, which we always get on the the Miracle Mile right there in the heart mm-hmm. of downtown. Uh, that's usually right at five hours. Okay, uh, five and a half if traffic's a little heavy. And then I bet to where we were going in Oak Brook was probably closer to that five and a half. Okay, range. so but get, I guess you don't have to pay for parking because of work, but you know. I do when I go for fun. But for yeah, that, but I normal do. people. Oh, uh, see, I always get the parking spot. Here's the thing: Is the it, parking spot app. No, not the parking spot. Uh, Parkwiz app. Oh, okay. So Parkwiz app, and they this, keep in mind, no one ever sponsors our show, so mm-hmm. this is not. But Parkwiz now, the only hiccup with Parkwiz, like I've parked in downtown Chicago for a week with the family for mm-hmm. like forty six bucks. Oh, that's pretty sweet. But this is like thirty bucks a day. But you can't come and go. Oh, you park okay. it and leave. But we're gonna Uber everywhere anyway, yeah, yeah, so you yeah, don't yeah, pay yeah. for parking everywhere yep. else. So I guess it's a wash. And and actually, no, that's the, perfect because then you're driving home, and depending on how much gas is or whatever. Yeah, I mean, well, it, otherwise you're taking a train up there for and the first time we went to chicago and this was years and years ago probably at this point before hayden was born or just after i can't remember i mean parking at our hotel was 67 dollars a day yeah that's real money yeah (laughs) when you get a when you get a a 350 dollar night hotel for four nights and then on top of that your parking's 300 more dollars like last time i went to nashville like we were just there for the day and it was like Eight hours was thirty five dollars or something. Like that. Oh, now that I do take advantage of for work, I, I put that on oh, work. Yeah, for and, sure. and I, I mean, I, I don't have a travel and card. I, or and anything. I fucking uh, go with the valet uh, extra tw- oh, yeah, ten bucks not? a day. Sure. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, Top her off while you're. Uh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's it? Co- what's what's it going to cost me for some weed? In this yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm kidding. I would never do that for work. Yeah. Uh, but here in St. Louis, no. Um, but I do. One, uh, we're, we're talking about this travel and all this boozing and this good times. I do want to bring it down because you told something that someone did that was very cool, but is very sad. But, oh yeah. But you, I feel like we could bring it up here because I it's a safe space. Yeah, and I think uh, for those that know, we've heard Lou in the studio over the years, who looks like a throw rug right now. Yeah. Uh, just very chilling. lumpy. He's like a he's like one of those squashmallow squishmallow pillows. That's what he is, and he's got squishmallow Chewbacca right beside oh, him. There you uh, go. But. Uh, before Lou, there was a dog named Murphy, which was a 130-pound wonder dog. Yeah. Uh, mean, but super great dog. Just the biggest, dumbest idiot ever. But we did have to get rid of him because of his meme, because we never got him, uh, his, never got his nuts clipped, and that's where his aggression still stayed yeah. from. But too much dog for... An apartment and then a small a, house. Yeah. He'd have been okay here with this fence. Yeah. Uh, but obviously that's, you know, and we... Had we done this, he wasn't really a dog person anyway. Oh, she's a dog person. No, she was him. It was him. It was hers. The reason we had him. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. She, okay. but she tricked me in getting him. But when we got him, I thought we were picking up a two month old dog. Yeah. We picked up a two month old giant dog yeah. with massive paws. I was like, 
Well, we we got to take these toys back because I got them for what I thought was going to be a little dog. (laughs) Uh, So, but anyway, so Murphy and your dog Chase is the reason you and I are friends. Yep. In our old apartment complex. I don't even think we've really talked about that apartment uh, very much. Yeah, oh, we had that common ground. I saw it, by the way, uh, On uh, speaking of, just a tangent but related, I saw yesterday was Kimmy's birthday. Uh, oh, yeah, I did see that. 51st birthday. God, she looks 75. Uh, does she? I don't remember. Was she, remember. Remember when we were helping her with her house while she was yeah. gone and we would go inside and she had those pictures when she was a young cheerleader? Yeah. And she was actually hot? Yeah. She don't listen to this. It's no, okay. no, I'm not worried about but it. She don't know super, how to download a podcast. Super great person. Oh, yeah, she's super nice. Uh, just booze and so cigarettes. We man. had these these four apartments of a much larger complex. We had one of the cooler areas in terms that it was this like double hill common area. Yeah. And before the cops cracked down on the leash laws, we used to just go out there with our dogs on no yep. leash and just that's how we became friends. Yeah, we, it was me, you, uh, Kimmy with Butt Kiss, the uh, Corgi or whatever. Little cute guy. Of, yeah, he was a great dog. And there's a bunch of random people. That the crazy out. woman yeah. with the dogs. Yeah, we would hang out all day and uh, let the dogs run around and yeah, and we and we uh, that that literally you and I found we were on the same schedule like a bunch of women in a, fra- a sorority yeah. getting syncing up. We yep. would be out for uh, breakfast to take them out. Um, yep. and, and we just became friends. Yeah, coffees in the morning, beers after work, and then you'd go work at the bar a little bit, and I'd walk up there and have some beers from Rachel and, and work. And, nice. then, and this was 14 years ago now? Yeah, Chase was 14. 14 years ago. So that's how we met. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had since a long time ago got rid of Murph, but Chase has moved with you from that apartment to your house in Willot to your house now. Yep. Uh, and you just lost Chase uh, yeah. a week ago. Yeah, I had to put him down. Well, uh, this Thursday will be two weeks. Two weeks, two so, weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, we had to put him down. He'd been, uh, he's 14, and he'd be getting old, and uh, he just couldn't keep weight on. Like, he just constantly was losing weight, and he was, like, ravenous, just eats everything. He'd oh, steal wow. the kid's food, which he never did. He was just, he felt starving. Yeah, he was doing and he was falling a lot, and... Uh, so I took him to the vet, and the vet's like, you know, honestly, he sounds pretty healthy, and his heart's, uh, his heart and lungs sound pretty good. She goes, but um, I would suggest a blood test to make sure nothing's going on. And I was like, okay. So she, she, I leave there on a Monday, and she's got me feeling pretty good about him. Yeah, like uh, okay. She I was like, all right, he's okay. healthy, you know. And she, she says know, it's fine. Yeah, and then she's like, but we should do this blood test just in case. Oh. So I get a call on uh, Tuesday, and she's like, his. There's two things that you do for your liver enzymes. There's uh, like ALP and ATP. Or I'm, I'm saying them wrong. It doesn't matter. It's 30 and 100 are the levels that they're supposed to be at. I'll take whatever I brought. Um, it's 30 and 100 are like anything over that they're concerning. And the first one should be under 30. And it was at 1300. And the second one was at 3100. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? And she yeah. goes, he's uncomfortable and he's in a lot of pain. So... I was like, well, I don't want to draw this out. I talked to Rachel. I was like, we'll take him in as soon as we can. So she's off on Thursday. So we took him in on Thursday. And I texted you guys because yeah. you have known him since he was born. It's yep. like, you know, he's like our, our first oh, kid. Oh, you, you bummed. You, you, you made our daughters cry. Yeah. Not on purpose. Yeah. But. And uh, so I take him in. and He's older than Hayden, to put it in perspective. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's 14. He and older than life. all your kids but yeah. J-Man. Yeah, he had a great life. And um, so we took him in and they... Uh, they, they have this blanket on the ground for him, and she the lady comes in, and she's got, like, a big thing of uh, peanut butter and cheese Whiz and oh. cat treats and dogs, oh. and he's just fucking shoving everything in his mouth. Oh. And then they did it, and I laid there with him for a little while, and I 
left, and I mean, it sucked. Like, it was a hard couple days, the, and it's gotten easier every day. Well, you, the day before that, though, you got us by sending a picture of him getting his last beer. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That was, a, that was a tough oh, he one. Lo- and he's such a white trash dog, too. He fucking loved Bud Light. <laughs> I could never get him to switch over to the good beers. <laughs> uh, so, so there was that, and that almost made me cry just yeah. now, too, but... Something they cool they did, and you said it's gotten better every day, and this is why. I, yeah. I mean, I think it's a good story to tell. Yeah, but it's, it's gotten a, easier. Every it's a day. good thing we're not pot smokers because nah. we'd be bawling like a baby yeah. going to like an hour and a half. Yeah, but you said it's gotten every better every day. But they, but and this is something that's amazing they did. But they brought you back to tears again. Yeah, they yesterday did. they sent me a sympathy card, and I was like, oh, that's nice. And uh, I open it up, and his paw prints are in there. They gave me four copies of his paw prints, and I just started freaking bawling. Oh, I was like, damn it. That, I really appreciated yeah. it, but I'm just... You got a warning, brother. Me. You got a warning, <laughs> yeah. brother, before that but happened. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's better, and I, I feel good about his life. He, had, he was a good dog, and um, Zero was a little weird. She's getting better now. And uh, Oh, see, that's what we worry about with this guy. It's yeah. not, I mean, obviously, Louis at 10. Yeah. And he's a, and he's part bulldog, so there's some problems that we will look out for. Yeah, but he's pretty healthy overall. Yeah, uh, uh, I expect we get a few more years, and we don't want to talk about it with no, the, girl, no, with the no, girls around. Not. But what we worry about is what happens with the one upstairs because yeah. he is the most codependent dog on him that I've ever. That's seen. That's how Zero is, and yeah. she's really latched on to me. I think the working from home stuff really helps. That really, well, yeah. Uh, and it, uh, so she latches on to me, and like she needs more walks and a little bit more attention. And uh, I have to. She would never pee outside without Chase out there. Oh yeah. And now I have to stand out there and like yeah. watch her pee. I'm like, it is Small what it is. Small price to pay. Yeah, yeah, but I don't want another dog at all. Oh, like okay. I just need some time. <laughs> oh, I, I, I could see that too because we, me and Missy, had talked like what happens if one day the Lou does pass and like, like well, we're gonna have to take some time. But then do we? Because we still have the other one. Yeah. Uh, you know, but. No, yeah, you just gotta let it ride for a while. Oh yeah, you can't. Uh, it's like uh, breaking up with a uh, divorcing your wife. Yeah. You don't jump right back no, into a new absolutely. marriage. Yeah. And your daughters are a little older, but like having a three year old and trying to paint, or four year old and trying to train a puppy is like it's just it's. it's I'll, I'll tell you right now, and this is, make thinking about this is almost make me cry. Kaylin's got one more year of high school, and then she's gonna go off to college. Yeah, the worst thing that would happen is if he yeah. passed while she was gone. Yeah. Oh, she would be devastated. Yeah, that's how. Jeremiah and I mean he was pretty cool. He was like whatever. He's like, and he's like, well, he's a robot though. Yeah. <laughs> but he was pretty sad. Hey, Mister Robot season three, if that's yeah, a thing, is going to be J Man. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it it hit him more than he likes to yeah. let on. And Harry was crying and like, oh, like, little man. Yeah, it sucked. But so you, if was let's let's that's I mean on a lighter note. Yeah, on a lighter note, it looks like you brought you looking at a beer list too for. Oh, I was trying to. Yeah, there was a couple that I had the other day. Um, my Jeremiah got me, uh, got me the this that beer of the month club thing for Father's Day. Oh, cool! And like, finally, from where? Uh, I forget who. Just some it to online me. thing. Yeah, it's okay. an online one, and it's uh, so I, the first brewery they sent me. I think he only did like two or three months, but uh, which is, it's expensive, so it's still worth it. Yeah, it's awesome. The first brewery he sent me was uh, Rough Tail Brewing Company. And I really liked uh, their beers were pretty good. Uh, they gave me a uh, porter that I have not tried yet because it's just too fucking hot to drink. Oh, well, it's just abnormally hot in the yeah. world anyway. And I'm just, so that one I got sitting back there. But then I also had a, uh, a jackalope. Well, there was one from Jackalope Brewing Company. Oh, I've had also. some jackalope stuff. Where's They're, that from? Um, I feel like I've been there. I want to say Nashville. Nashville. No, it's actually there. It's Nashville. Nashville. That's why. 
But then there was another one called Rufftail Brewing Company in there. That one's Oklahoma City. And I like that one because they had uh, fun names, like one of their beers, which it's a Weiss, but I'm not a huge Weiss fan, but Poulton Go get Weiss. it. Watch, wait a second. Lou, go upstairs. Oh, look. Now the uh, Jenkins is coming down to get him. It appears that Lou wants to him. go outside, so I'm trying to get him to come upstairs. Come on, Lou. Here he comes, Mom. Oh, you texted him. Yeah. Look at this technology. He just prances. Like, look at me. I'm a proud guy. Yeah. I'm a good-looking yep. dude. He's slimming down, though. Yeah, but he knows his butt. His butt shakes really. Yeah, nice he knows so. how to get the ladies. Yeah. Uh, he can't do anything with them because their, <laughs> their vaginas are yeah. higher than him, and he's not exactly agile. Yeah, no, no, uh, no. But anyway, so... Uh, Polterweiss was the beer that I had. Polterweiss, that that's a fun I, name. I fucking loved the name. They just had fun names and great art, and it's the beer like, was uh, pretty solid. It's like that brewery in KC. That one that we went to, that Area 51 yeah, brewery or whatever, yeah, had yeah. all the cool names yeah. based on pop culture. But, um, yeah, right now I'm drinking just uh, Toppling Goliath, Pompeii. Oh, which is Toppling Goliath has their shit together. Yeah, they're, they're uh, like Main and Mill and like Four Hands. They don't really put out a beer you don't like. Yeah. They're really, their IPAs are like their specialty more than anything else. I had think. a long conversation with uh, the guy at that Moore Brewing Company about St. Louis beers, and he said, I mean, I like Schlafly beer. He goes, This Schlafly he goes, is like a great gateway craft beer. And I said, yep. You're absolutely right. That's exactly what it is. I had that conversation with Tom, and he's like, Do you still buy Schlafly? I'm like, Yeah, yeah. Anytime they put something new out, I'd drink it. I, 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 they're not the forefront, but they're always steady. I always get their Pell L. Their Pell L for me is like Sierra Nevada's Pell L or mm-hmm. 420 or 420 from Sweetwater Pell yeah. L. If I just want something easy yep. or Founders All Day IPA, mm-hmm. I just grab those. Now, I will always drink their oatmeal stout when it's in winter because Absolutely. I love their oatmeal stout. And I believe, I could probably look this up, but it is not even close on check-ins, on untapped, on oatmeal stout compared yeah. to me. I think I'm the number one by double the next person, which I believe is <laughs> Missy. Oh, okay. So that's how many times back in the day. And then I think after that, the porter, I'm also number but one. But I don't think they do the porter anymore, do they? It's a, No, it's just seasonal. Yeah. Yeah, it's seasonal, and they still come out with it. Do they? Yeah. I didn't see it at Schnooks at all last year. I'll have to look for it because I really like that porter. And they're, it is uh, a good porter. If you want like just something like a little lighter than their uh, pale ale, though, I like. I really like that Colts they put out. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's a, a good Kolsch. It's just an all day. Beer. It's hard to get excited about a Kolsch, but there's no, it's a not. Pretty but solid. If you just want something to take. You just want the taste of beer, and you don't want to drink like a natural light or a Bud Light. That's just got a little bit more yeah. flavor yeah. to it. Uh, what else do you got to talk about before we jump into pop culture? Anything? Uh, no, man. My dog died. Uh, <laughs> Covered. <laughs> we had COVID. It's, it's been rough. It's been, it's been a, yeah. It's been rough. Yeah, you. you uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're about to lose your more, your more. You know, we just went bankrupt. Yeah, yeah that's the know, next step. Yeah. My uh, house fell in. No, we didn't get flooded, and a lot of people got flooded last week. I guess during the whole storms. Well, I your yeah. backyard seems or your basement seems okay. Yeah, it did not affect my basement. I did go to see one of my customers today, and their shop was closed in yeah. Florissant because it flooded. Yeah, uh, so it's a crazy amount of rain. I was off of crazy uh, amount of rain in the oddest t- places to flood that have never flooded in the past. Some well, of I was, them. I was off Old Hall's Ferry because uh, the. The little guy's birthday is this weekend. Well, it's next week, actually, on the 18th. 8-19th. He's 8-19-18. I always get that backwards. Anyways, uh, but we're doing his birthday on Saturday, and Rachel wanted to do a um, Sonic theme. He wanted a Sonic-themed birthday party. So she sends me to the only party city in St. Louis that has a like life-size Sonic Oh, that's balloon. cool. Yeah, it was cool. It's, in, it's off Old Hall's Ferry by work, which isn't bad, but yeah. it fucking monsooned five inches of rain yeah. in five minutes i couldn't see shit except for the rain coming sideways at me kaylin my <laughs> my oldest daughter for those that don't know she was it was her birthday on the 28th yeah. and her friends uh they had this uh 
yearbook, uh, uh, like yearbook camp, this little workshop down oh, okay. in, in the city. And they took her for her birthday to surprise her, take her to Loop, take her to Vintage Vinyl, buy her a vinyl. And that was the second round came through. And they got stranded at a gas station off the loop with a bunch of crackheads oh, nice. because it flooded, you know, six inches up off the road and they had to wait it out. Yeah. And they were, Kaylin was crying. The driver was screaming and <laughs> the other friend in the back seat was just laughing at all of it, which is Oh apparently, man, they should be, I don't, I don't have TikTok, but that seems like a TikTok. Yeah. Way and, 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 and she was like, she goes, it was, it, we were scared of the rain. We were scared of the crackheads. I'm like, well, you did go to the dumbest place yeah don't yeah. go to the gas station no but uh yeah the the rain was abnormal you know it's funny too because john shannon uh friend of the show former guest he's been on or he he and i were texting and he goes uh, he goes it's a it's a he goes see you guys got more rain i go yeah it's a it's a drought and a heat wave in the rest of the country but us in st louis are like hey we got something to spare yeah. just and take some of it yeah the humidity is fucking disgusting oh it's, standing outside you're just sweating hayden did that uh all american series again this year and she won the championship again and she won the keeper wars there was a lot this season i tell you this is a good event from if you guys got young kids soccer go check it out it's worth it um essentially what they do is they have one practice or two if you buy the extra one and then they divide teams up as evenly as possible and those teams play round robin get seated for a tournament and then they play and it's always small sided games so like okay. 7v in this instance we played 5v5 because oh, of the lack cool. of girls that's fun though uh and then there's a keeper war competition um it's all it's great this year in st louis there was some of the bitchiest parents i've ever heard uh hayden's team right out of the gate was clearly the best team they've won 15 to 1 in the first game oh, wow. so they're like they took a player moved it over moved us to other player over and then the other player that came over with us she quit the team after the first game but she clearly was in over her head hmm. she was on a very skilled fast team and she was neither of those things okay so we played the whole weekend with no sub so in the championship, we were given a sub from one of the losing teams, and then the other parents threw a fit. Well, they've been fine all. Of, well, they've been playing multiple yeah, games kids. in a hundred degree temperature. Yeah, you want them to die. And then when we won the championship, even though we barely won because our sub she kind of gassed out on us, so we barely we, the team we beat eight to two in the first round robin game. We we beat them three to two in the championship. Mm. Uh Hayden played great all weekend, but as soon as the game was over, all the parents were like, well, our co-keeper better win the Gold Gloves uh, best keeper of the, the weekend because that keeper over there hasn't had to do anything all weekend. Yeah. Uh, with the exception of the Keeper Wars, where my daughter beat their daughter 7-0 in the <laughs> final. So I was like, yeah. take the Gold Gloves. Yeah. Hayden beat the shit out of you one-on-one. -on -one. That's like every but, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, but when I was bringing that up, other than to brag about her a little bit, we were supposed to do, they do this uh, skills competition where they give you a, like a FIFA card rating, yeah. and you get one for your social media and stuff. Well, Hayden had Keeper Wars before that, and it was at 5 o'clock was Keeper Wars, or 6 o'clock. Yeah. It was 104 at Keeper Wars, and she played three games in a row. That's two three-minute halves. So three minutes, three, so six minutes, 12 minutes, 18 minutes straight of competition soccer in that heat, on yeah. that turf, and she come all, and I thought she was done. The second game, she barely got out of the second game, and I was like, and she, I go, I said, this next girl's going to go to your right. She goes, I know, and she's breathing heavy, yeah. and she goes, I just, and I go, I'm okay. I said, I'm not going to talk to you during. I said, I just want you. She goes, stop talking. Yeah. I can't breathe, and she goes, and I was like, oh, you don't have to go back out. She goes, I want to. Well, she sucked it up, went out, and destroyed her, but she come off. She goes, I can't do the skill one. competition, yeah. and I said, well. 
let's get in the shade. Let's take a break. We sat for about 20 minutes. I said, they, the wait out there for the skills, two of the drills is like 40-minute wait. She goes, Dad, I, I can't stay in the sun. Yeah. I, and she was that's fair that's a fair assessment. i said you okay we can't push it you're i mean we paid a hundred bucks for it but they gave us a hundred dollars in merch just and they didn't have to do that yeah uh but and i told the guy i said hey my daughter just won keeper wars and she cannot do the skill competition he goes is your daughter hayden i said yeah he goes dude she just dominated out there and i she dove all over wow. i don't blame her yeah he goes that takes a lot out of you and that's the most tired of any sport i've ever seen her she was like on the verge of tears, exhausted. Yeah, and I was because it's so fucking hot. No, it's awful. I, uh, I, I mean, I'm older and fatter and everything. But we don't I, have the endurance they do anymore. No, but like even playing volleyball, like on Thursday nights, like you just, just yeah, those six o'clock games are. Yeah, yeah, I got one this Thursday. We lost the championship this week, or we lost in playoffs this week, and the team we played, we should have beat them, and it was really annoying. I told you our team's really good when we have Jordan, me, and Tim, and the vibes all there. Yeah. Uh, we won our la- We won two championships in one week this past season. And this season, though, we're in the cellar because I haven't been at any game on either night. Jordan hasn't haven't been yeah. at it. And so I'm like, we're just going to mail this season. Yeah. We're essentially just paying to keep our spot moving oh, forward. Yeah. Well, we do we do pretty well, and then like when we start doing really well, one of our guys is six eight, and he yeah. really all he's got is his height. He's never played before, but he's six eight. Oh, he's gonna stump up, jump up, and stop the ball. And anytime we play a team that's remotely good, and Jake starts spiking, they're like, "Who's bullshit?" I'm like, "You're the first place team. You don't know how to dig out a fucking spike." Yeah, it's like he's slamming it in your face. Yeah. It's every time, though. Every time. Like, you watch him play. He's got no game in the back row. Yeah. All he's got is the front. Well, and so we play a couple of those teams, and if I was the other team, I would serve, or every serve or pass or hit would go to him first Yeah, to get him off his steps. Exactly. If he's not a real volleyball player, chances are he needs a good set. So yeah. hit to him first and make him pass the ball. Yeah. And then take it away. Yeah. But... People, chance, people. Sorry, he's gonna pass it weird. People want that T-shirt so yeah. bad they want to bitch at you. Yeah, uh, it's ridiculous. Well, let's get to pop. Let's go. Let's go ahead and get some pop culture. Uh, we got to rename our segments. Not throw it to miss anymore. It's like the pop culture page. I don't know. We'll yeah, figure whatever it, out. it is. Yeah. Uh, What's been going on? There's been a lot going on. Well, let's start with the one thing that I know both you and I have seen. We don't have to wait for anybody else, but let's talk about it. Let's, okay. Let's talk about prey. Dude, it was awesome. Um. Uh, so pray for those who don't know, and we saw this. What it's been a year ago when we first saw the image that they were making a predator prequel. Yeah, and the first hunt. Yeah, but it was and it was a Native it was American called Prey. But everybody was like, "What is? Nobody knows what this movie yeah. is." And then when we finally saw the tr- first teaser, like four five months ago, we were like, "Oh, this looks good." Then we started hearing some of the early looks, like, "Oh, this is the best Predator movie since the first one." And you always get a little worried about that. Yeah, because they're hyping it up too much. And everybody's. I now here's my take. I'm going to give you my take about what how good it is in the whole history of the series. Okay. I would put Predator 1 as 1, but not because it's a better movie, but because this movie wouldn't be this good if we didn't know what the Predator was. Yeah. But because of all the the groundwork that Arnold and, and Jesse Ventura and all them gave Carl us, Weathers. and Carl Weathers, uh, I give that movie a slight nod. But this was a better movie. Yep. Prey is the best movie in the franchise they made. Predator's still the superior entry into this franchise because mm-hmm. it gave us the franchise. But this Predator was awesome. Yeah. The setting was awesome. The B story of 
Well, I guess the predator was kind of the B story. They're, they're, yeah, like it's the B she her yeah. becoming a hunter mm-hmm. in a Comanche tribe, trying to be the woman that yeah. could show her she's worth. She's proving that she's smarter than everybody yeah. else, and they're not giving her the chance that she needs. Yeah, and man, what a great movie! Yeah, and like the or the other B side is like sort of like spoiler. But, the, the the trappers or whatever. the French. Like if we're not, yeah. If we're not gonna, if we don't want to go into hey, spoilers, remember just, yeah. I a uh, month and months ago I, when it came to Batman, I said we're spoiler warnings. That's all we need. We okay. can ruin it if we need to. Yeah, it's so like, fucking free on streaming. The B, yeah, the B the B side uh, free. You still have to pay. for Well, yeah. It. If you have, yeah, well, if you if you ninety percent of people that have apps can watch it. You know. So I have weird story. You know how like you share apps and passwords and everything. I do not, but I know how you I do. do. I do. I do. I give shit away. Well, I got Hulu from my buddy Tom like five years ago, and it only works on one TV because I don't hang out with him that much. So I yeah. can't be like, hey, man, what's your password again for all the other TVs? It only works on my TV upstairs. <laughs> I cannot remember the password, so I can't. <laughs> you just don't want to text him? Yeah, I don't want to text him because it's weird. We don't hang out that often. Yeah. Like, hey, can I get that Hulu password again? <laughs> but, uh... So, like, if it ever goes out, I'm just going to, like, do the Disney ESPN bundle. Oh, yeah. It's but I just well worth it. To, yeah, it's well worth know? it. But anyway, so, yeah, I watched it Friday night, and I was pumped. Rachel goes, oh, I'm pretty wiped out from the weekend. You care about you going to lay down? I'm like, actually, I'm very excited. <laughs> yes. you You're like, <laughs> you, you go, yes. And she's like, what? Yeah, she's like, I was like, well, I was going to watch Prey. She goes, what's that? I'm like, Predator movie? She goes, no, I'm out. That's stupid. So I asked Missy, saying that, you want to watch this movie? Pray with me. She goes, what is it? I said, it's a Predator prequel. In fact, it's it's the first hunt. Yeah. And she's like, I don't care. I go, the first hunt? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. And Rich, she's like, I don't want to see it. Rachel's mom came over on Sunday, and she goes, you watch Pray, right? I'm like, yeah. Uh, goes, she, fucking great. Rachel's mom, <laughs> Rachel's mom is the best. Yeah, she's like, it's not so only, awesome. I watched it twice. First off, she's my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. And second... Uh, she's maybe my biggest fan, and then third, she is a massive movie fan. Oh yeah, she loves all her movies. and Rachel's like, uncle. Dorky oh, yeah. movies, yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So the hunt was great. I think the only thing that would make the first one better is that they the the effects are a little more practical in that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that I guess is my only complaint. And about halfway through the movie, I'm what the bear scene. I'm like, little- the bear kind of looks like shit, but then. I was like, how much would it be just to get a real bear on set? And I'm like, you know what? It's probably cheaper to CGI a bear, and it's only going to Hulu, so they're not going to put that, that much into I it. I think the Hulu point of it was why. Yeah. It, the, the one thing I will say is animals and certain aliens in these streaming movies yeah. are a Struggle little... a bit. They don't look like Marvel movies, no. you know, because they're going straight to streaming, and they're yeah. like, hey, we're going to do it the best we can. Yeah, we're going to save a yeah. million dollars here where we can Yeah. there. And that I the like the that bear was, was the the worst part of it in terms of the way it looked. But, I mean, the action scene was spectacular. Still great, yeah, still great. And what he did to the bear, the yeah, alien de- yeah. or the predator did to the bear. And like her, like the uh, for lack of a better word, the parkour, I guess, like her jumping through the trees. Oh yeah, like, yeah. The movements were fucking awesome. See, she was a great, and her name uh, uh, something Moon Mid Hunter or Mid Hunter. Yeah, yeah. Sh- so she was in Legion. Yeah. She was a uh, a mutant in Legion, and she was the alter personality of this older, really smart scientist guy. Legion, if you've never watched it, is worth watching because it's so. I need to weird. go back and watch it because it's one of those ones that the interweb is always saying it's oh, a criminal so that it's it didn't. Um, Amber Mid Mid Thunder, yeah, Mid Thunder. What a good name, yeah. But she in the in Legion, she was. Two personalities in one body. At the sci- when the scientist was there, he was like doing math and stuff, and he was an older white guy. But like any time there was a battle, he'd call her, and she'd 
they'd switch places essentially. He'd go oh, inside, okay. she'd come out and kick ass. And it was it was a pretty interesting take on a mutant that I thought was really neat. Um, she was also uh, just a small role, but she was a teller in one of the banks in uh, Hell or High Water, which yeah. I say is one of the better movies that's came out in the last. Oh five, yeah, six absolutely. Years. Yeah. It's, like, it's definitely one of the better westerns in the, the most yeah. recent time. But yeah, like the the fight scenes. The, the what do you think about the Predator itself? I I thought his the only thing I didn't like about his look, and it's a, just, again I'm being nitpicky. Is his mask looked like a skeleton? More, I liked that. I did like it, but the other masks was clear because it They're was technological. Yeah, more and it's, I didn't see how the skeleton look fit with the technological part of it. Yeah, I guess like I, he's okay. supposed to look more primitive. I guess here's what he's scary as fuck. Oh, he is scary. This one was, and he was a big he's one. Lean. He was a big boy. Yeah, he had a six pack yeah. or a twelve pack yeah. or whatever they have. Uh, he was awesome and looking. His dreads were different. They were yeah. more like. Uh, they look like licorice. Almost like the, they weren't as evolved yet yeah. either. Uh, but I will say this. Excuse me. Again, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying this is a detriment to the movie. But I'm saying I'm gonna say this. The predators like their their whole gimmick, right? Is they like to be challenged by yeah. hunting, and they never win. Well, they do win a lot before mm. they, they just one loss that kills them apparently. Yeah. Uh, but if they really want to make it a challenge, get rid of all the weaponry. Yeah. In fact, this one's this one was beat because it relied too much on its weaponry. It's auto targeting. Yeah. Why does he have auto targeting? Yeah. He I mean, you're hunting. Well, Trachtenberg said uh, the director Dan Trachtenberg said he got rid of the shoulder cannon for this because it was just too much of an unfair advantage, and he kind of had those. They arrows. all had and like that. That those shoulder arrows were still pretty bad. Yeah, those bolts. Yeah. And they went wherever the thing was. Yeah. Like, where his, his mask was looking. I'm like that's. Kind of a and flaw. the traps, I get why you would have traps because trappers trap. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, the predator is so far advanced. I mean, so far advanced they can kick an alien's butt. Yeah, and they're so advanced and physically superior to everything they come across. They don't need all the weapons. Yeah. They have. just a cool spear weapon, well, like, yeah. which was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was pretty sick. And I loved how the... Uh, the hand-to-hand combat was so good. Well, I loved how all the Comanche were able... Like, not all, but a couple of them. Yeah. Like, her and her brother. Her yeah. brother especially. Her brother was a badass. And the horse battle that he's riding oh, on. Oh, like, man. I, I read this whole book... Uh, well, read is at least... I listened to a whole book yeah. on Comanches, and they were the only ones who actually rode horses like that. Like, where they were... like the you know, That you was badass. The, you see the pictures of, like, the Comanche riding... Si- or the Indians riding sideways yeah. and shooting. Only Comanche did that. They were like badass motherfuckers on horses, and that was an awesome scene. <laughs> he knocked the shit out yeah. of him, and then and that which eventually led to his downfall because yeah. he took the helmet. Spoiler again, uh, but he he held his own, and I gotta tell you, when the his death scene was pretty cool. Yeah. How he was like, she goes. We've got our. He, we've got to run. He goes. No, it ends for me here. Yeah, he, this, yeah this is where it ends. This yeah. is where it ends. And I, the my one of my favorite scene parts was when he goes. He pulls his. They're in that thick brush. And he's got his bow drawn back, and he's about to. He's looking for him. He goes. I've got him. And she goes. No, he's got us. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, was, that awesome. was pretty good. Yeah, dude. It was a lot of fun. And like uh, Trachtenberg said, he goes. Uh, There's not a lot of dialogue, and there really isn't. I kind of want to go back and watch it in the Comanche mode. So we're gonna talk about that. Uh, so, and I'm not. This again. I'm just, it was an amazing movie, and I'm looking for things in it that they could have even improved on, just yeah. as from a critical eye. Uh, and I want to get our ratings on it here in a little bit. So there is a Comanche version, but the Comanche version is Comanche subtitles. 
Oh, they don't talk in. Comanche? They do not speak in Comanche. Oh, they I see. I thought that they, they fil- did. They did not film it speaking Comanche. It's a Comanche sub, which is cool, but it seems a little lazy because it's such a cool movie. How I would not have been taken away by see, reading I was the subtitles. The that they did a Comanche. Sub- I, a I Comanche looked, spoken version. I looked it up. I okay. looked it up because I had a conversation with. Uh, my one of my well Conway, you know Conway. Yeah. Uh, about he, he said there's apparently a Comanche version. So oh, it just got a error on my Google broke. No. Oh, yeah. uh, so it says how to watch it and stream it in uh, the original language. The anticipate here's what it says. Uh, see, given the story takes place in the heart of Comanche, viewers can choose to watch an alternate version. Oh, it's Comanche dubbing. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, they dubbed it over. Yeah, they yeah. dubbed it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get that it would have been... the funds to do two scenes. Yeah, two yeah. Languages. And it would have been... Well, I would have just... Honestly, it would not have taken away from the movie if all the Comanches were subtitled and yeah. they spoke in Comanche. But I told my buddy, I said, here's what happened. You're not going to get the mainstream. Here, here's what happened. They went and did a sales pitch at uh, at Paramount or whoever made this. Mm-hmm. At, uh, Hulu. Who, NBC. Universal. NBC. Yeah. And they go... And then finally he goes, and we're going to teach all the actors to speak native Comanche. And the dude goes, whoa, dude. Yeah. It's a Predator movie. Yeah. We're going to only go so far on yeah. it. And but it, this, has a, this has a ceiling for a, a return on investment. It's around $100 million, I think sorry, if you... Uh, $500 million Yeah. I think if it goes in theater and it's uh, we're at a different pre-pandemic time, yeah. I think they if they take this same movie... The actors actually speak Comanche. I think this is one of the biggest sci-fi movies. Of oh, all time. absolutely! Like, I think, they, yeah. But they, there's a lot of things that they won't invest in anymore. You yeah. know. And they did a lot of uh, the film. This is it's obviously filmed on location a lot in the woods, which is and there's a lot of smoke. Like oh. there's a ton of yeah. smoke to hide like sets or whatever, which is fine. But I did visually, Trachtenberg nailed it. Yeah, it looked good. What else has he done? Uh, he did 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, that's right. And I love 10 Cloverfield Lane. The unofficial, the movie that he wrote and directed was not supposed to be a part of the Cloverfield universe from, mm-hmm. uh, Abrams, but after it was made, it's like, we got to tie it in somehow because I, I'm going to release this for you. Yeah. Abrams yeah. does that. I think that, but it's one, okay. that other one that he did for Netflix, the other Cloverfield, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paradox or whatever, yeah. that has no bearing in like, except for the last four minutes. Of yeah, which was BS, too. Yeah, but 10 awesome. Cloverfield Lane's a very good oh, movie. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, John Goodman John and, Goodman uh, and Allison, or not Allison, Brie, uh, uh. Uh, here, Brie Larson, right? right? No, no, it's, it's the Brie other Larson. one. It's the it's, other one. It's the one that looks like Brie Larson. Mary, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. That's right. Another awesome, also an awesome. John actress. Gallagher Jr. Says Bradley Cooper's in it. Is he? Is he? Is he the, her boyfriend that dies in the beginning or something? Clicked on the right movie, right? Maybe not. I guess so. Maybe. Oh, he's even cooler. Six. Isn't that great. He's turning into Kevin Bacon. You get six degrees of separation. Yeah. Yeah, no uh, well, let's. Uh, speaking of Kevin Bacon, we're gonna come back to him, but let's go ahead and. Are we? Yeah, we're gonna put a bow on this one though, and let's uh, give your rating on it. Uh, I give it a four out of five. It'd be a five out of five if the CGI was better. I give it a four out of five also, and I do say that it's as far as Predator movies go and action movies in general. It's uh, it's at the top of the list for sci-fi action. It's top three for sure, and it definitely erases the bad taste of that super awesome Iron Man outfit Predator that we saw. Uh, and a year or two the ago, predators. The or, or predators. I, I think it goes prey, predator, predators is the best three. Yeah. Predator. Don't sleep on predators. That's an underrated movie. Oh, with uh, uh with uh, 
Topher, Garfield. Topher Grace. Andrew Garfield. No. And Topher Grace. No, Andrew Garfield's not in that. No, you're right. Uh, Adrian Brody. With, thank you. Jesus. The, the nose. The you nose plays. The fucking nose guys. The nose yeah. plays. Yeah, um, and Topher Grace. I just watched that the other day, and I'm like, God damn, this movie's good. It's a very good movie. Yeah, it's uh, fun. Uh, but we'll, let's come back to Kevin Bacon. I watched a horror movie that is on... Uh, I believe it's Paramount or Peacock, one of those two. Uh, they, them. I think that's Peacock. Yeah. Because I don't have Peacock. Okay, then on Peacock, it's they, them. Oh, by the way, I, I gave a four out of five, too, in case I didn't say yeah, it. Yeah, you did. So they, them is, on paper, a super great idea mm-hmm. for today's climate. It's a slasher film set in an entirely gay trans cast in a conversion camp. I mean, he's uh, the, he's, he's the, the head of the conversion okay. camp. Yep, yep, so the yep, yep. so the head, you know, so obviously he's not uh, trans or gay, but the majority of the cast and and it is. And I looked them all up. Mm-hmm. They are honest to god uh, people that identify as they them, people that are transitioning, all okay. kinds of things okay. like that. That's awesome. Representation matters. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and like I told you, if you tell if you got a good idea and tell a good story, representation never feels like it's forced. And yeah. I think a lot of people's problem, and I'm not speaking for the dumb fuck right, far right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, just yeah. speaking first purely from a uh, entertainment standpoint for comic books and movies. Mm-hmm. When things feel forced, is when people don't buy in. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. I'm going to go ahead and give my rating on this movie. It's a two and a half out of five. Okay. Um, it's got nothing to do with the cast. I think everybody carried their own weight. In fact, I think fucking Kevin Bacon's awesome in it. Yeah. I think he's the best in it because he's the most seasoned actor. And it. it's also got uh, My Girl, the girl from My Girl, that was also in Veep or whatever. Oh, okay. I, know uh, I can't think of her name. Though. Yeah. So it's got her. Um, the, the, the plot twist as to who the killer is is pretty paper thin. The kills come very... The last third of the movies when the kills really start happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the, the, the reason it's nothing got a higher rating is it feels very much like it's just a stolen plot amalgam of Sleepaway Camp and Friday okay. the 13th. Which, There's, that, that it, works sometimes. It would work if they leaned more, in, and they tried. It's not like they didn't try. Mm-hmm. They tried to lean into these characters, the the, the campers. Mm-hmm. And if they leaned more and they developed the story, because this is a spoiler warning, one of them is a college plant there trying to research and shed light on what... Oh, okay. And they were a conversion camp that used extreme means. Mm-hmm. We didn't see enough of all that stuff. We did there was not enough B-plot? Yeah, we did see some of it, um, and then when you know find out who the murderer is, you're like, okay, well that. And here's the other part of it: for as big name of actor as Kevin Bacon is, and he's a big one, he's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt like a B movie when okay. it got us all said and done. I told Missy, I said, I've seen some hate on this movie. It's like 33 percent Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, I said it's better than that, but it so much feels like a B movie that it. Is it like a paint-by-numbers movie almost? Yeah, it okay. disappointed me. Yeah. Uh, now, I will say this. Some of the things that they did... Kevin Bacon, like, uh, for... Kevin Bacon is one of those guys that he when he gets into a role, like, for Sleepers, for example, like, he played such an evil oh, yeah. guard in Sleepers. He's evil like, in this, too. But, like, for a long time, like, you, I couldn't not see... Whatever yeah. he was in, I... Like, and he took kind of bad, badish guy roles, I think, for a long time because he played so well at him. And, like, 
that role like sticks with you. Yeah, you know, like that's a good movie. You saw Kevin Bacon with your kids, you'd be like, I don't know if I should be. You should be around. Him. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you a little bit of a. a, a oh, that girl's name is Anna Chlumsky. By yeah, Chum Chomsky. Yeah, Chomsky. Chum- yeah, Chum- whatever. C H L U U M S K Y. Chlumsky. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. Uh, by the way, speaking of Kevin Bacon, also, uh, our, my the Bohannon Theater will open up again for Halloween this year, and mm-hmm. Tremors One is one of the movies. Oh, I just watched it yeah. not too long ago. It's so yeah, good. It's a fantastic movie. Uh, so Tremors One, and then I think I picked the other one. Uh, I told Missy what it is. I think it was going to be like Beetlejuice or something like that. Okay. But uh, some, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Did you? Speaking of, we're going to do a little bit of a tangent. Did you see the Rob Zombie uh, Monsters trailer? Yeah, we'll come to that at the end. Okay. We'll, get, we'll come, put a pin All in right, that. We'll come back. Okay. So the one, the things that this movie did do good, though, is the hero is the person that is not is doesn't is confused about who he is as a person or who they are as a person. So they go by they them, but they don't. And they did a really good job of saying. I go by they them because I'm just lost. Yeah. And you see, like when they search through the camp, the, like the counselors are searching through their stuff. He has, or they have a Bible, and in mm-hmm. the Bible, you know, it's very like you. You really do feel like this lead character is searching for himself, and that works. Mm-hmm. Now they don't lean into that enough. And then there's a couple other characters. They do a good job of not at all feeling like they exploit any of the people's characters that are. Trans, gay, or any, or, or whatever. Now, there's also two really, I wouldn't say uh, graphic, but two, two pretty for for as in depth as you could do without showing nudity. Mm-hmm. Sex scenes. Uh, one, and, and I think they did a good job of choosing. They did one between two girls, and they one did one between, between two guys, and there were some plot twists associated mm-hmm. with it. Uh, so I feel like they did their due diligence in yeah. trying to do, uh, but. Uh, the only problem I had with the sex scenes, well, the guy sex scenes in particular, it was scored badly, which made it feel extra cheesy, and that's oh, kind of where it really was went it like off the rails. No, it was like <laughs> it was almost like an eighties love song. Like oh, it was like, oh, okay. don't dig, and it was in the moonlight, and it was like, okay, this is. There's but, a there's a similar movie out with uh, uh, Pete. Uh, Davidson. Bodies bodies bodies, 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 bodies. It's in a theater now. And it's, yeah, it's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, it's got good reviews. Decent got, reviews. Well, 5, 9 out of 10 on uh, IMDb, but it does have decent reviews. Keep in mind, 7, 6 on IMDb is almost a perfect score. Yeah, yeah. And it's supposed to be pretty decent. I nope think, has a 7.5. Oh, yeah. Nope is up there. Uh, yeah. Did you? I don't know if you saw. And I haven't seen Nope. Uh, let's so, I haven't seen Nope, and I haven't seen Thor. Okay, I, that's one of the things I have to talk about. They, again, we got to steal our card because we haven't seen either of those. We need to maybe. Have you ever seen Love and Thunder? I have not. Maybe we should go see it. Okay. Find some time to go see it because I do want to see it. Okay, uh, maybe squeeze. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, just yell at me. Um, yeah, but so Nope, uh, and I don't know anything about that. I want to go see that too. Yeah. I mean, I do know about it, but I want to go see it. Uh, my favorite. It's got th- mixed reviews on like the audience scores are very mixed. Like, I've heard from like other filmmakers I trust and other yeah. critics that I like say it's. In fact, one critic said Jordan Peele uh, are, uh, uh, is now the greatest horror movie director yeah, of all time, he, he and he shut it down. Was like, nah, He's like, I won't shit. entertain that. That's an insult to John Carpenter. See, and for a while, because I was playing on Twitter, yeah, that. Like, somebody said it, and then somebody else said it, and I was like, who is paying these people to say this? And then he came out, and it 
it kind of became a game. He shut know? it down, though. Yeah, He's like, he did that's an insult down. to John Carpenter? Yeah. But from all the that I've heard, and I even... Um, uh, Jim Oosley, friend of the show. Yeah. Jim Oosley went and saw Nope, and he loved it. He put his three takeaways from the film, and he said Jordan Peele is a Hitchcockian level master in the yeah. way he makes a movie. And I got to tell you, Get Out, Us, and Nope, that's three. I mean, he's. I mean, he's three is, for three. Is he like. Is he for the suspense horror genre, what Tarantino was for the noir genre? I mean. Yeah, I think so. Because they're. Because they're quirky he, film he styles. He also did uh, Keanu, which was, you know, I mean, it's a it's a mindless comedy, but it's still yeah. pretty fucking funny. And, and it was very good reviews. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, but I mean, look, I mean, because, you know, he has his own, you can now spot what a Jordan Peele movie looks yep. like just by seeing a scene. He's got his own camera style, his own filter or whatever. Yeah. You know, not just because he uses predominantly and, black cast, but he just But also, like, the, nails the musical it. scores yeah. are pretty solid, and uh, he uses a lot of... Like kind of like James Gunn does, he uses a lot of like older songs. He uses a lot of older hip hop songs, but he changes the, the tempo a little yeah. bit. And everything. Yeah. Oh, you were really that's, in love with it, Kendrick Lamar thing. Yeah. Did he yeah, think, yeah. yeah. Well, that's uh, that's um. Oh, that's something else. That's Black Panther. That's uh. Oh, Wakanda. Yeah, that's a new one. Uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the director of that? I can't think of his name. Yeah, I, I don't remember either. Uh, by the way, speaking of that, did that move? Did that trailer tear you up? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, see, it didn't me at all. There was no emotion in that for me. Uh, when um, his mom and I, cr- I cried when Bo- Chadwick Boseman died. I, I did too. Yeah. But when his mom was like, "You see, I've given everything," and like, she's a pretty good actress. She is a great uh, 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 Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Yeah. See, but that felt like too gung ho for me. Nah, Ryan f- Coogler's. Yeah, name. Ryan Coogler. It felt He's got too gung. Cool it took. Yeah, sure. It felt too gung ho for me. Uh, I'll take your Pompeii, other Pompeii. You take one of those uh, narrow gauges. Any of them, I don't care. Uh, yeah, so, but I wanted to be sad by it. But the trailer, and my other thing was, is the trailer didn't lean into sad very much. It did talk about it, you know, him dying. But it really was like, to me it felt more like, this it's is a rebirth. Yeah, this is the world after instead of. But I got a feeling the movie's going to do a good job when yeah, I go see it. I think so too. And a couple of takeaways from that trailer: that first of all, the music was spectacular, starting with Bob Marley and then ending on Kendrick. I mean, he's the best rapper ever. But um, so you say you love him. He is a great rapper. Yeah, and he's a I, genius. I very much he's a genius. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I just think. Like doing Namor as a as a as an Aztec water god as opposed to Atlantis doing the DC thing, it's awesome looking. Like I think the the art and the style, I I can't say that guy's name. I would, oh yeah, don't try it. But uh, he looks cool as fuck. Uh, that's a uh, wrong else. movie. Okay, yeah, that's a different movie they were looking at. All right. Oh no, that is Black yeah, Panther that is too. it. Go ahead, I'll, I'll pull him up. See if I can't figure but, it out. Um, I just like that they're doing uh, an Aztec God style of... Uh... Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I don't want people to think that I did not like the uh, movie trailer. I thought trailer was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Tenoch Huerta. Yeah. Oh, I know Huerta. That part I can get. Yeah, and he's from Narcos, apparently, which I never watched. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched that either, but... but um, Sorry. He looks cool as shit. Uh, he's not as jacked as everybody else, I would say. But that's okay, because he's, I guess he's supposed to be a swimmer, like a, like a lean... Well, yeah, he's been living under look. the water for yeah. But, um... The only problem I have with uh, the thought of the Atlantans versus the Wakandans 
Which they're not Atlanteans. I'll, yeah, whatever. Right, keep going. But so, Namor himself, Black Panther has no chance to beat Namor at no. any level. In fact, the army of Wakanda would have a tough time, the same way they would the Hulk. Namor and the Hulk and Thor mm-hmm. are on a level. So, they, I mean, you know, he's going to be a badass. And, you know, he is, uh, you know, he's been a kind of a heel in the side. He's been a good guy, bad guy, good guy, bad yeah, guy, yeah, yeah, but yeah. always out to protect his own people. Uh, he'd been a sort thorn in the side and would be a great villain for the Fantastic Four to fight because it would take the four of them combined to beat him. But yeah. uh, but still, I'm super pumped. I think it's a great choice to bring in for for this movie. I think so. And he's in the comics, which I, I don't know. Uh, he's a mutant now in the comics. Yeah. And he's technically the first mutant, if you don't count Apocalypse. He, yeah. He says he's the first mutant. I'm trying to find where they're saying he's from. But anyways, the, the guy that... The, the play on where he's from and that is it's the name of the Aztec water god. Okay. It's pretty badass. Yeah. Like, so it, like, they bring they in some really cool Make it art. grounded and make it make sense for... Yeah. You know. And it's... it's DC's already got uh, Jason Momoa's Aquaman, and that's Atlanta, so they're trying to separate it. It makes sense, too. And it's too, like... It's very, common property, though. They could have both. Yeah, they could, but it's also two very extremely old cultures, like Africa's, like, you know... The, yeah, the, yeah, no, that's why it makes yeah, more sense. Yeah, it makes yeah. And it's very cool. I, just, I think Ryan Cooler's style looks awesome, and I'm, I'm freaking pumped for it. Um... I, yeah, I, so we might as well jump into just a bunch of quick hit stuff as we talk about That's that fine. then. Because, uh, like I said, they, them, 2.5 out of 5. It's not great. Uh, oh, I did watch The Gray Man. I haven't watched it yet, so we'll get to that. Let uh, me... I'll give it a 3 out of 5. That's worth it for an action movie. There's one really exceptionally dumb scene. Okay. But I can't wait. Ryan Gosling's Uh, fine. See, that's okay, though. If you make enough exceptionally dumb scenes in a row, you've got Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's it's a fast. (laughs) Yeah. If you would have. It's that scene you could supercut into any Fast and Furious movie and put Vin Diesel over Ryan Gosling's face and save they'd save the Fast and Furious whatever we're on now uh, a million uh, six million dollars. Uh, so you brought up, I mean you brought up uh, Ryan Gosling obviously. So yeah. let's talk real quick uh, on a quick hit. So good or bad redoing Roadhouse with Ryan Gosling it's and fucking terrible Conor McGregor. It is a crime against humanity. All right, well I agree with you ish. It, think Wait, about Conor McGregor's in it. Yeah. Oh come on. Yeah, I think he's going to be a bad. No, and it's not Ryan Gosling. That's uh. Oh, it's uh. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. That's right. Okay. And I just started to like Jake Gyllenhaal because I've always hated him. I really have. Like his voice was really weird forever, and then he started getting kind of cool around Nightcrawler, and he was pretty good as uh, uh Mysterio and Spider Man. Oh, he was awesome. Yeah, it was great. And now he's gonna do. He's gonna fucking. Do, do no, ghosts. Here's what he can pull off ghosts with Anne Hathaway. But here's what I wanted to say. Oh, that'd be a good good catch. He's already done an Anne Hathaway movie. Yeah, so, fine. Yeah. Everybody likes uh, when they work together. Um, but I want to say this, and don't get me wrong. I love Roadhouse. I do. But it's such a bad movie. I don't. Yeah, I don't think this is a movie like when they wanted to make remake Princess Bride. I threw my hands in the air and said, "Fuck you, Hollywood." But Princess Bride is a great movie. Princess Bride is along the same lines in a different genre. But it's also better. Roadhouse is a silly movie. It's yeah. Pain don't hurt much. Yeah, 
Like, no, it's not a good movie. I think it's very, the bear fell on me. It's my favorite line ever. I think Connor is the bad guy that at the end of the movie he he's fights. the one who gets his throat ripped out in, at, yeah, on the yeah, water. Yeah, so in I think theory, that's he's the one who's getting his throat ripped. But out. here's what where they're gonna get it. Like who no do you who do you cast it? Well, I mean, he's not a worse actor than. Uh, Patrick Swayze. God, he cannot do a stand-up sex scene like Patrick Swayze does. Patrick Swayze didn't do that stand-up sex scene. That was a <laughs> that was a double. Okay, either way, he got mad at that. That almost cost the film because he's so loyal to his wife that he wouldn't do a sex scene. Oh, that's right. I did yeah. read that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, but let me ask you this though. Here's the important casting. Who plays the mentor, Sam Elliott? Row. Sam Elliott. He still. Has oh it. no, he can't do any Bradley fight Cooper. scenes. Bradley Cooper wouldn't be bad. You need someone older, though. I would say if Bruce Willis didn't have what's, all his uh, what's, issues. Uh, Lee Schreiber, if he leans up a little bit. A little bit, bit yeah. He's getting up there, too. There's got to be an old action star. Dolph Lundgren? Nah, he's Dol- not. No, nah. he's too big. But there's gotta be a, Stallone's too big. But there's got to be a good actor that has played in some movies like that that can pull it off. But we're just missing Liam it. Liam Neeson? Now, see, I think Liam is an e- Liam Neeson might be it. Liam yeah. Neeson might be it. You know, Sam Elliott can still pull it off. He's uh, too old. Chris Christopherson? No, he's too old. Too, too. old too, yeah. probably. Uh, Sam Sam Elliott's way too old, but I think Liam Neeson's the is the pick. That's yeah. who was in my head. Yeah. yeah. I just I don't want to see it. I won't watch this. I'll hold my ju- look. My knee jerk is this, it's a bad idea, but I will say that's a big star to put in a movie to do bad on it. So I'll reserve my judgment until we see the first that trailer. Is, that is true. What that they redid Point Blank. Oh, that was awful. And, but they but didn't use no any stars major stars. There yeah. was nobody in that, and it was awful. So what do you got in your first topic? Uh, to quick hit. Well, on. I was. Oh, I, we put a pin in one while ago. What was it? Uh, fuck. Dude. Did I mess Come it up? On. Yeah, that was my fault. Uh, it was the gray man. No, it was something else. But I, I ruined it. You did. Yeah. I'll think of it. All right, we'll come back. Go ahead, do another one. I got one for you too. I just finished because audiobook version because I listened to the majority of it in my drive to and from Denver, but then I wrapped it up this week. Uh, Joe oh, Aber- I remember now. Joe Abercrombie, uh, who is my favorite fantasy writer, I think maybe of all time, like sword and sorcery writer because he doesn't okay. go he doesn't go so hard on the sorcery, but there is I'll sorcery. So his the his first big one was the first law trilogy. Uh, he's got a character who's my favorite. He's essentially uh, Conan. He's called the Bloody okay. Nine or Logan Nine Fingers. And what he's done is he created this world that has lasted throughout all his books, and they all tie together. And I just started his newest trilogy called the Age of Madness trilogy, and it is it's essentially set when like technology is starting to, to hit like they're starting to be they're, they're they said uh uh a wagons on rails oh, so okay. trains, trains are they're yeah. really yeah. about to hit trains and factories are starting to happen and it's good man it's a four out of five for me it's called a little hatred it's the first book in it uh for those that have never the heroes um the first law trilogy which you got to check out he's got some short stories here and there uh, north the the Far Country, which is my favorite book of all his books, because, spoiler warning, that's the final Bloody Nine book that we know of. We don't know what happens, but that also features one of my favorite scenes in all sword and, high fantasy, or, you know, sword and sorcery books. 
Uh, so, so I'm super excited about that. Uh, Looks and, like they have a trilogy on Hoopla called Half King. Joe Abercrombie? Abercrombie. I don't know that one. Half King, Half a War. Let me let half me look King, it up. Half a War, Half a World, or Half the World, or something like that. I don't know what that one is. That is not. I don't know if is I that would a different Joe Abercrombie. No, that's him. But he makes some. But. Um, this one doesn't have anything to do with the first law and the bloody nine and all those things. So he wraps them up in trilogies, though. Is the for point. the most part this? I like that. So yes and no. This the the the, the Age of Madness trilogy that I just started, and going back to his biggest one, the first law. Those are both trilogies, but then he has some standalone books like the Heroes, the Far Country, and some other ones that connect the. But that's okay. I'm yeah. okay with that too. I don't like if I look at a at a fantasy series and I'm like, oh, this looks pretty cool, and then you go like click on like the rest of the books in it, and it's like one of seventeen books. I, nope, I'm out. I think that the books are good enough that you should buy one if you're going to okay. even. But I would start with the first law. The first law. Okay. That's his. That's the one that kickstarted the story because it's not just. I, I mentioned Bloody Nine because he's my favorite character, mm-hmm. and he's called Bloody Nine because he has nine fingers. Okay. Uh, he's a Conan type guy. He's the best fighter in the planet. Yep. But he also goes when he goes into his berserker rage, he turns into the bloody. He's Logan Nine Fingers. He turns into Bloody Nine. Then he doesn't give a fuck who he kills. Good guys, bad guys, yeah, whatever. Just anyone around. And it's he's my favorite character because he also later in the Far Country he goes by the name of Lamb and he's trying to just get away from everybody, mm-hmm. but he can't. Uh, and I think I've told that story on here. And this is a spoiler, but it's a lot of books. You may forget about it. There's this guy named uh, Cole Shivers who's also considered one of the deadliest men walking the planet. This whole book called The Far Country, it's it's just that. The Far Country is just like this, the the least explored part of Amber Crabbe's world. Okay. So he goes so off. these are all in one big world. world. Yeah. Okay. Over like 27, 30 years. Okay. And he goes off to go get away from everybody there, mainly because... Some friends turned on him, so he knows he'll they'll try to kill him. And this whole book is about him with this guy and this girl and these savages. And there's a little bit more magic in this one, but the book's amazing. But the final scene is this whole book. Cole Shivers is hunting him. Mm. He's just got to get proof for Black Dow in the North to prove that he's dead. Oh, okay. And then the final scene of the book, spoiler warning for everyone, is this whole epic battle, this whole epic journey and adventure happens, and they're done with it. And they walk out of this the store getting supplies, and Cole Shivers is in the street, almost like an Old West style. Oh, nice. And he looks at Logan Ninefingers, and he goes, well, I've been looking for you. He goes, well, you found me. He goes, now what? So you're like, oh, boy. These are the two of the baddest guys he's written. The guy... So does it end there, or does well, the battle happen? So Bloody Nine is single-handedly the baddest man walking the planet. But Cole Shivers might be the deadliest man because he knows how to kill people without a fight. Yeah. So they have this epic, like this, like it's only like a three-page scene, and they have the stare, and the girl's like Lamb, and he's like, nope. And he goes, this has to happen, and he, you know, and so Cole Shivers, he goes, I was sent to see if Logan Ninefingers was still alive. He goes, as far as I'm concerned, that man's dead, and he turns and walks off. Oh, nice. And I was like, oh, that was the greatest scene yeah. ever. Yeah. And uh, and then, but then, so. Then the the Logan he tells the family he goes I can't go with you because he won't be the only one yeah so he sends him on his way and that's the last time we hear from him well this new trilogy is set after that same character though no no he's not in it 
Okay. But it's all that his name comes up a lot because okay. one of the things that's in this world is big is they fight in the square. You go in the squares where you where men are made, legends are made. Mm-hmm. Like wars will be fought, and if it's the they're at a standstill, the two kings will say, "Okay, then we'll duel in the, to the death in the square." Well, he's the only guy to ever win eleven matches in the square. Oh, okay. And so that's mentioned a lot. Did well, you, go ahead. I'm so that this story is separate of him, but he's all over it because everybody like I want to be as pop or as famous as the Bloody Nine, and yeah, I just yeah. I love it. It's great. Did you watch uh, or did you read the Last God? On Hoopla? Not yet. I have it to watch. You should check. The, if, you, if you dig that, I think you'd, you'd probably dig it pretty much. Oh. If you're into that, like... Oh. Which, even the, even I think it's cool, but, like, it's not, like, my main go-to all the time. And I like Once in Future because of the sword aspect. Sword yeah. Sorcery aspect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and we'll do this real quick before we find out what you wanted to bring up because it's a good transition. Uh, we, we brought up the Wakanda trailer. We, we can talk about San Diego Comic-Con as much as we want, but... The other exciting things for me is we're finally getting an honest attempt at a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yeah. And the trailer looked great. It did look great. And I thought it was going to be like kids playing, like almost like a Jumanji aspect. Yeah. That's not what it is. No, it's set in the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, in fact, it's set on the Sword Coast or Forgotten Realms. I think it's in the yeah. Forgotten Realms. And uh, there was a little bit of controversy, I guess, because and I don't know shit about Dungeons and Dragons. So yeah. like, to me, everything just looks cool. But I yeah. guess the one who changes, changes into like an owl werewolf. Yeah. Mixture is like that's not really what that character can do. It's a it, so we don't know. We yeah. didn't. There is characters that can do that. Yeah. We don't know what. So you'd have to be super high level. Yeah. Maybe he is. We yeah. don't know. She. I think. She. I think yeah. She. Yeah. But all the. I mean, Chris, Chris Pine, Pine. And he's a bard, uh, which is hilarious. Uh, what's her name? Um, Michelle Rodriguez. Hugh Grant's the bad guy. Wait, but was that Michelle Rodriguez? I thought. Yeah, it, Michelle Rodriguez is in it. Oh, I thought it was the girl from. Uh, uh, no, she's like the muscle in the group. She's the barbarian. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the name of it, Honor Among Thieves. Yeah. I, and Chris Pine, he's not the handsomest Chris, but I think he's got the, oh, I yeah. think he's got the best chops. Yeah. And I mean, but, and you know, it, oh, Sophia Lillard, she's a druid and, or there's a druid in it and she's the chick from uh, the It movies. It's got a lot of good people in yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm excited about it. I'm really, and it kind of came out of nowhere. Well, if you're a Dungeons and Dragons fan like me, they've been talking about it for a little while. I did this not is expect what, the third attempt at a Dungeons and Dragons movie. No, oh, God, no, God. Well, there's the hundreds of attempts. There's the bat. The, so there's the, let's say the main studio attempt. Yeah, but there's been a lot of B movie attempts at stuff too. 2001 has Jeremy Irons and Marlon Wayans. And I know I've watched this movie. Oh, I cannot tell you one thing about it. Bad movie. Uh, this one. This one looks great. I can't wait to see it. Um, yeah, I told Dwayne I'll drive to Joplin to go watch it with him. Oh, for I'm sure. So excited yeah. about that. I mean, that. he's a he's a big old freaking. Yeah. So anyway, what was that? that what stuff? did we put a pin in while ago? The Monsters trailer from right. Rob Zombie. Uh, what do you think of that? I think I'll enjoy it, but I expected a more serious attempt at it. But he looks it like he's looks going like straight. A porn. Yeah, he's going. Well, a lot of his movies film style are that way because he loves that seventies, early seventies. Doesn't even look seventies. It just looks cheap. Yeah. I like think if it was like a Tarantino or like a uh, what's his name uh, that did uh, the the Death Race stuff. Um, oh, you mean uh, uh, Robert Rodriguez? Yes, and yeah. but they they produced Tarantino yeah. produced him. Like if it was a Robert Rodriguez or something along those lines. I'd get it, but this uh, just looks so campy. But I think 
so I've watched all his movies, Sepultura, also all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes a movie on purpose. Yeah. So I, I you're gonna trust the process. Yeah, I expected it to be like a more serious take on the monsters, but it this is a also this is a monster origin story which I didn't see coming. No, I didn't see that either. Uh, the the family origin story, and it is it actually looks like what it's gonna be is a. Hour and twenty minute version of a thirty minute sitcom. Yeah, and, and so I got another question for you. Do you think it looks so campy because he's actually wanting the black and white release to be the way you actually watch I, it? I would bet. I would be- bet because he likes to stay true to the origins on that stuff. Because there's that. Uh, the reason I asked that is because there's that photo of uh, Nicholas Cage is Nosferatu. Yeah, it's the old style Nosferatu, and he's in like this like. Giant, like he's like really, really white, and then his suit is like a really bright, like maroon red velvet suit. And everybody's like, "Man, he looks ridiculous." And then uh, comes comes that the director's like, uh, "No, the colors have to be really, really bright because it's actually a black and white film, and it, that's how it play it plays better on the camera." Yeah, and I think that there's going to be a black and white version that. Yeah, I think that's probably that. what he wanted. Uh, there, you know, I didn't know this. I remember it vaguely after I read it. But do you know there was like a attempt at a relaunch of that with Jerry O'Connell? Yeah. And apparently you can watch it. And the internet now is like, you know, this was actually really good. Yeah, it's one of those things that the studio killed before it got yeah, legs. Yeah, because it was a stupid idea. So they took all the episodes and just made a movie out of it. Yeah, and he's like kind of a sexy uh, Herman Munster. They're, they're not monsters. They don't look like monsters, but no, they are monsters. scars on his face. Yeah, but they are monsters. But he's like so. Jerry O'Connell. I'm going to try to watch it. I'm going to try yeah, to check it out. Yeah, uh, well, I also, the only other thing I brought up is the only comic books worth of note that I've read lately. Um, I've, I've downloaded, I'm halfway through the King Dynasty since Marvel's going to really, the MCU's going to adopt it. Okay. And I'm reading the, the story that's kind of inspired it. It's pretty good. Uh, you know, it was uh, it was Kirk Busick's final run mm-hmm. and uh, Alan Davis art, which is beautiful art. Uh, so I liked it. And the other comic book I read, I didn't read it until this week. Um, the the new relaunch for Amazing Spider Man was Zeb Wells and John Romita Jr. Oh, it's great. Is it okay? You know, you love Spider Man, and I'll I, catch up on. And that I one. love when Spider Man is done well. Mm-hmm. I just and it made it, I liked it enough to where I want to. I don't know why he's where he's at. So I was like, ah, shit. Now I got to find out why he's... Because everybody likes to shit on Spider-Man. Well, yeah, yeah. But it was... was, I mean, John Romita Jr. is the definitive Spider-Man artist for, like, amazing. Mm -hmm. I love him. Um, So it looks great. I just like the... It also takes place in a post-Devil's Reign, which I love Zardoski's Daredevil run. Mm -hmm. So they've really tied it together. Uh, So, speaking of that, there's the Woman Without Fear. That's the new one, right? No, no, that's the miniseries. Okay, because I'm reading that right now. And then they've relaunched Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. So what I've been reading is I'm reading. I'm right now. I'm reading Woman Without Fear. I'm all cut up on what Hoopla has for that. And then I read. Uh, uh, I'm reading Dan Slott's Fantastic Four. I haven't read that yet. And it's it's fun. I like Dan like, Slott. Dan you Slott like Dan Slott because he was a good Spider-Man writer. He was too. a good Spider-Man writer, and he had his ups and downs in that run. Like he did a lot of ridiculous stuff. And, and I think that the Fantastic Four work really well for him because ridiculous is the nature of them. Yeah. And he really understands, like, the family concept of them. Like, he gets, like, the reasons that they do what they do. And Chip Zardisky, or Zardoski actually did a uh, Fate of the Four. Oh, yeah, I wanted to read that. It's pretty good. It's a pretty... I, I, I read the first two runs of uh, 
Dan Slott, and then I switched over and I read that, and it's just about uh, the thing and Johnny Storm jumping from multiverse to multiverse okay. to figure out like where they are and or where uh, Miss uh, Miss Fan- uh, Reed Richards Reed Richards and uh, Sue are in the family. And Doctor Doom is a good guy at this point and everything, and he's like, you know, they're dead, right? And uh, things like, yeah, I know, but Johnny's like struggling, so I need to bring him on this journey to like, yeah. pull him back into hero mode. And they're also losing their powers, so they got to figure out how to get him back. Oh, okay, because their powers are all interconnected. It's the final story of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's yeah. good. But Dan Slott brings him back in an awesome way. And uh, who's doing the art on Dan Slott's run? Let me let me look that up real quick. It's uh, Sean Izaskis, I-Z-A-A-K-S-E. I don't know who that is. Let's see what else he's done. Let me look at the... I I thought the art looked pretty good. The art is really, really good. He's so... Oh, yeah. He did Contest of Champions. I I remember him. Or Champions. The... uh, And then he's done... What else has he done? Pathfinder. Oh, that's why I read all those Pathfinder comic books. Which one's the Pathfinder? Show Pathfinder right? is a company that uh, are, is uh, the competitor to Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, okay, and he did okay, all those okay. comic books. So yeah, uh, yeah, he's a he's a really good artist. He uh, he yep. captures the thing really interestingly, and I think I really like the thing. Like he's probably in my top five of like because he's goofy. But yeah, he's loyal. the old, he's the old lovable Ben Grimm. Yeah, and he's, he's just, short. He's muscled. Yeah, he's a rock. And now he's, in the which he's I didn't blue eyed ever loving thing. Yeah, and he just he has like the cheesiest fucking lines, and they're great. And uh, but he never gives up. And I like I never realized that like if you knock his his rocks off, like he's actually skin and bone underneath. Well, yeah, because that was a big thing. There in the eighties, late eighties, early nineties, that or nineties, uh, he had a metal mask. Yeah, from a fight with Wolverine. Wolverine yeah. carved his face up, and it had to heal over time. Yeah. So it's, that, I like that, and then like uh, one of the one of the stories is he gets to turn human. Like they figured out how to get him human like once a year. Oh, you know? that's so sad. That makes for a good story. Yeah, it is a pretty good story. Alicia yeah, Masters. Alicia, yeah. yeah, and she's blind, and she, yeah. he's he's her muse. Yeah, it's good. It's just I like it. I'll it's have to read it. I'll grounded, read it. but also ridiculous. Yeah, I have to read it. I that that sounds fun. Um, I was about to say something else. You made me think of it with the comic book, but I, I just it jumped out of my head. I guess that means we're probably coming to an end. I think so. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I left anything else on the table. There was a lot of good news coming out of uh, San Diego of, uh, this year. What's her name? Olivia Newton-John died today. That's, that's, a, that's right. a shame. <laughs> Tom, at first I didn't know she died. I just saw Tom. Right. Anytime Tom, like, Says anything it does a random, random text. I yeah, was like, he like, just yeah, misquoted. Somebody died. He just misquoted a Grease song, and I'm yeah. like, wait, before I say anything, and I saw Olivia Newton-John, yeah. and he's. I mean, tell you what, for 73, good-looking woman. That, yeah. yeah, you I was said like, that. Wow, she's. Wow, I didn't. I, I think her. Seen her in a while. By the way, I believe her. Not that that matters, but she was very. pretty. Oh, she was always pretty. I believe her daughter was smoking hot too. Yeah, that's uh, a shame. Either way. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Uh, good life. I mean. Yeah. The rough. This is a rough year for uh, gangsters, by the way. Like all the fucking mafia gangsters from oh. Goodfellas and uh, Sopranos are all dropping like flies. Hundred uh, percent. There's the two daughters. The one oh, you wow. can see which Jesus one I'm talking Christ. about yeah. on the left there. Yeah. That's yeah. the winner of that show. What's the other actress that just got into a really bad car wreck? Oh, Anne Hayes. Yeah. Ellen's ex. Yeah. Yeah. She was, she's that girl. She remember, you remember back in the day when she broke yeah. up with Ellen, she was wandering in the desert and just walked into some people's house. Yeah. And she had to be 
admitted into a rehab facility or a, a psychiatric facility, I got a feeling we're going to see a lot of drug use, a lot yeah. of booze. Or, and by drug use, I mean maybe prescription medication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you see the videos, she flying down that oh, road. Oh, see, I didn't even see it. So what happened was, what ha- happened was, yeah, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. no, I got one more thing I want to talk about when we're done with this. Cause that's, oh, we, we can talk about Ezra Miller real quick. Yeah, two more things in. But the, <laughs> I love this fight. The what happened was is an old Will Smith quote, so I want to touch base with uh-huh. him. Uh, but so the first, what happened? She wrecked into a parking facility. Uh huh. a wall, and Three people people tried to get her out, and she backed up and sped off. Oh shit! And then the door. Oh, you got to be fucked up. And then the then these uh, uh, blink cameras or the you know home cameras, people's front door cameras caught her going like sixty through a neighborhood, like oh. at this neighborhood. Yeah. And then Tight. you hear boom. Yeah. yeah. She yeah she she got she, she might have been trying to commit suicide. Well, that's a shame. She, who knows? I mean, I'm well, not expecting. Yeah, you don't want to put words in her mouth. Yeah, uh, hopefully, she pulls out. But, but we'll so see. I said, Will Smith. What do you think of his apology? Oh, I don't care about that. Too late. Too late. Too late. Chris Rock ain't you don't buying mean it. it. Here, listen. And uh, one of the one of the podcasts I listen to, they're like, dude, the only way Will Smith is going to get back on the good side of the population again is if he comes out and goes, guys. I married a crazy woman. Yeah. And, I think he's just got to be honest. And yeah. I... And I have two weird kids. And I've just... I've had enough, and I snapped, and it's my bad. Yeah. And I'm going to try to be a better me. I don't know if I'm going to divorce this crazy bitch, but, yeah. you know... And we're going to keep working on each other, and, like, honestly, my kids are weird, too. Yeah, so... It but uh, I watched... Um, I tried to watch... And, like, growing up, Bad Boys 1, I've said this, was, like, my oh. definitive action movie. And you love Bad Boys 2, Sans ah, the... I did not love Bad no, Boys. No, no, Sans the Cuba. The, Sans it the was last... a lot of fun. Yeah. But Bad Boys 3 is a... Bad movie. The worst B movie I've ever... Like, it's a, one of the worst ones I've ever it's watched. It's a bad plot. Martin Lawrence, you, you can't take your eyes off of him because he looks like shit throughout the whole movie. But it's, it's like Will Smith didn't even act in this. He didn't look good. Like it, I was like, this is so. It's a bad movie. I I I will say this: it's still more believable than the last two Fast and Furious, but it's a bad movie. But not better acted. I mean, if you uh, were equally play, acted, if, the, <laughs> if there was a if there was the Academy Award and the only two movies that came out in that year were Fast and the Furious Nine and Bad Boys Three. Vin Diesel uh, would win. No, I'd I'm give it. Saying. I'd give it to the Asian dude in Fast and the Furious. That's who I'd give it to out of those. Okay, but uh, just the two main guys, though. I'm yeah, going, it, you're not wrong. It's a bad movie. It's so it's a bad. bad movie. Me and Missy watched it through in COVID when it came out. And like it's like on FX or whatever, and I threw it on. It's bad, and I was like, I I fell asleep like. Four minutes. It in. demeans how good the first one was, and how fine the second one. Was. Yeah, it makes the second one look like a great. Yeah, movie. like a fucking. It's gonna make House Party Two look like House Party Three. <laughs> uh, Ezra Anyways, Miller. Go ahead, Ezra Miller. Uh, he's one in Vermont now. Everywhere he says, "Bad person." So he, how do you how do you fix Flash? The Flash movies. Do you you got it. You come out before you have Michael Keaton come out before it, and set, oh, have we didn't talk about that. Like how Tom Cruise came out before the uh, before the uh, to- the Top Gun movie and said, you know, we wanted the movie to be the experience that in the theater. This is yeah. why we make movies. So you have Michael Keaton come out and say, hey, there's a lot of bad things in this world. We don't condone any of them, but we yeah. put our heart and soul in this movie, and we wanted to show there's you there's other actors yeah. that yeah 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 and, and cast or and, 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 and crew and everything yeah. that need to be like. 
and speaking of that, the uh, the Batwoman movie got shut down. Her or ninety Batgirl million dollars are just fucking million. going in a time. And she, they released like a still of her and Michael Keaton in the suit. And I'm like, damn, that's bringing well, back some memories. They, he it, still could pull it off. Missy goes, Michael Keaton's the X Factor here. Uh, <laughs> just don't be, don't put him in a DC movie anymore. Must, he just must be like, he's just whispering. Ezra Miller is like the worst person in Hollywood right now. He's though, clearly like. insane. Like oh, 100%. clearly insane. He's and, a great actor. I remember the first But it has enough him. money to be on the run. Yeah. Like he's a, the first time I saw him anything was like Perks being a wallflower. Oh, it's like, a good movie. Guy's, yeah. This guy's a good actor. He and, wasn't bad in the Justice League. He wasn't mm-hmm. my Flash. He wasn't no. my Wally West or Barry I think Allen. They should have just made him gay. Yeah, they well, or they just should have done Barry Allen. Yeah. They I mean That's what they should have done. Yeah, exactly. But I mean like he was just an awkward weird gay kid. I'm like just Lean into that. Yeah. That's where you want to go with it. Also, by the way, you you know, does it get any? Uh, I mean, you had him and Johnny Depp in the same movie over in the uh, Harry yeah. Potter world. You know? I I tried watching that too. I can't. Even I watched that. it. I finished them all. Did you? Yeah. It took me about four days to watch the final one. Yeah. Just... Uh, Kaylin, for whatever reason, now has decided in life to be a Harry Potter fan, and she's <laughs> watching the originals. That's she, fine. She walks around. She loves them. I said, Hey, when you're done. You may be tempted to watch uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts. Don't. <laughs> like it's the bad. It's just, it could have been so good. It's got nothing to do with any. Even when they give you Dumbledore, it's not good. Yeah. And, uh, and he's beasts, good. Like it's in the title. Like here's some weird animals that are a B plot. Like yeah. they should be the A plot. Yeah. It's a bad movie. A bad they're, trilogy. They're terrible. Uh, so that's all we got, right? Yeah, that's it. All right. That's right. Yeah, at, we squeeze in a whole podcast in three minutes there. We're professional. That's right. And, <laughs> and uh, that three minutes we stretched into an hour and a half. So uh, there's no one else here but you to say bye. Hold on to your butts, And people. we're playing the music.